Thank you so much for joining in to today's podcast from Caleb Perkins Ministry. We pray that today's podcast will be uplifting and encouraging in your walk with the Lord. Now here's today's podcast. What's going on, everybody? So glad to be back in the studio today. Got the three amigos in the house. Uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tr- how, Tr- how'd you feel just, about that? He came up out of the top rope, man. That's a, I don't know, man. He, he uh off the he top went, turnbuckle. Oh. He went he went like he went like luchador. Yeah, right? he did. He's like I, I, I can't even repeat it, man. I don't even know what he did. <laughs> yeah, I gotta. I you know that uh, I think it was Ace Ventura Pet Detective mm-hmm. Two where they had the little dude in his in his pack. Uh, that I got that vision. Oh, yeah. of that yeah. I was like. Well, yeah, that's that's pretty accurate. What's Chuchaka coming at you? All White crazy. Devil. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. <laughs> so today, uh, <laughs> we we've been talking and discussing about uh, Christianity, uh, which is a good thing to talk about when uh, you're yeah. disciples in the Absolutely. body of Christ, right? Mm-hmm. And your brothers in Christ. So uh, we have been discussing being a Christian in name only. So, see no. Yeah, see, see no. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Going to be a is it going to be a thing? It oh be yeah. A thing. You're like, "Oh yeah." No, it is. But so, in thinking about like how people view Christianity, how people view Christians, I mean, you, you, me and you've talked about this a lot too, Trenton, like people will say, "Oh, well, I can't be a Christian cuz there's so many hypocrites." And I'm like, "Well, isn't that the point of like the gospel and Christianity is that they were some way. Now there's something different. Mm-hmm. But I think that what bothers most people is after the point of salvation, they still have people who say, well, I'm a Christian, but they still act like the world. They still engage in those types of activities and personalities. And I'm, I'm not saying that when you're a Christian, you're saved, that you're supposed to walk in this level of perfection, mm-hmm. but you should walk differently, right? You yeah. should you should be transformed. And that's what the early church, they didn't just say, hey, let's get a bunch of people together. Mm-hmm. Hey, do this repeat after mm-hmm. me prayer. You guys are good. All right, bye. You yeah, know? Sign this paper. Yeah, you're you're now <laughs> part of the club. We, we got you this church. You're, you're owned by it now, you know? They didn't say that. They they said, "Hey, you come in. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit moved upon individuals and brought transformation, mm-hmm. and the transformation was the key that they had received salvation, right? So it's it is a transformed life. Uh, others will say, you know, it, it's a it's a and theologically they'll say or doctrinally they'll talk about uh, sanctification." They'll say, oh, well, now you've engaged in the sanctification process. You've received salvation, now you're walking into sanctification. In the academia, academic uh, kind of uh, mindset, they'll talk about spiritual formation. They'll say, okay, now you're engaging in what's called spiritual formation. Well, what's spiritual formation? Well, it's aligning yourself up to be more like Christ. Mm-hmm. How does one achieve that? Well, there's a variety of thought processes, right, that people have used and, and thought. They said, oh, well, one of the major ones that the church has tried to use for a large uh, for a long time is behavioral modification. They're like, well, just mm-hmm. don't. Just don't do this. Don't do that. Don't do this. Discipline yourself. Don't do that. Beat yourself. Whip yourself. Do this. Punish yourself. 
And it really wasn't much on the Holy Spirit bringing transformation in an individual as it was their own discipline and their own grit and determination. Uh, rituals over relationship. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and, I mean, we grew up in that, Josh. Oh, yeah, you know, and, and people would say today, you know, I guess, uh, just to put a name on it, they'd be like, oh, that was legalism and religion. Mm. And it's like, yeah, we grew up in that. That's how we grew up, you know. It's like, hey, if you beat yourself, starve yourself, and, you know, do all these things, God will hear and answer your prayers like he's, you know, a cosmic vending machine or something, or he's Santa Claus, and uh, or jail, and, and uh, he does it through your own suffering, you know. Or a get-out-of-jail-free card. Yeah. Yeah. I think when uh, you profess to be a Christian, I don't think, in our minds, we want to show perfection, but I think outwardly it should everybody should see the pursuit of perfection because right. should see the fact that we're trying to be better than we were yesterday. Matter of fact, I, I go by this rule. If I ever hear anybody say that they're a perfect Christian, I yeah. would turn around and walk the other way because nobody's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Right. However, <laughs> you should see the pursuit of right their Their heart and their desire. Yes. You know, motives matter. Oh, yeah. also, <laughs> Just want to throw this out there. It's it's very simple, but people complicate the dog out of it. But uh, you should be kind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like like fire and brimstone. I know that there are certain um, there are certain occasions where that has to be done. But uh, you know, in the Bible, it does say, "Hate the sin, love the sinner." Mm-hmm. And and the way that you love the sinner, but hate the sin is, you still show them kindness. Right even if you don't agree with their uh, ideology. Right. Right? Because yeah, it goes because against what we believe. All of it, mankind is made in the image of, of God, and mm-hmm. you want to respect and honor individuals, regardless if they have that uh, relationship with Christ or not. Because how do you know you showing that kindness to an unbeliever doesn't you know, spark that transformation in their own life? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. It, like, if you only are nice or kind to those who are nice and kind to you, what benefit is that to you? You know, it takes something supernatural to do something that is not ordinary or common. That's mm-hmm. the whole definition of supernatural, right? It goes beyond ordinary and natural. It goes against that order. I do want to read this, uh, this verse in Romans chapter 12, verse 1. It says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, for the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Verse 2, And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Now, I do want to say this. there, there are uh, There's a plethora of commentaries on both verses 1 and 2 mm-hmm. in Romans chapter 12. I mean, it, you do a Google search, you're going to find a, a million things on it. The, the, the point is, is to gather the theme together. One is that in verse 1, you are to what? Become something. You, you mm-hmm. are presenting yourself as what? As something. So... It's not, it is on you because it is your body that you are presenting. How should you present it? Well, you should present it as something that is a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. Awesome. Cool. Verse two, what, how do you do that? You are not conformed to the world, but you are transformed by the renewing of your mind. Verse two tells you how to do that. Mm-hmm. How do you do it? Well, you do it by this, and it, and it is a, 
And I tell people, I'm like, listen, the, the Holy Spirit is the one that brings transformation to an individual. Mm-hmm. The, the individual has to be willing to ask for the Holy Spirit to bring the transformation. And I think that's where a large portion of Christians kind of miss that concept because they're like, oh, man, you know, I messed up, so I, I went and repented to God. And it's like, well, how did, how did you do that? And they're like, well, I just told God I was sorry, and I feel like a dirtbag, and I'm never going to do it again. How's that working out? I just did it again. Yeah, because uh-huh. <laughs> that's not what repentance is. <laughs> repentance isn't an I'm sorry. It's allowing the Holy Spirit to come in and change and transform the way that you think. Well, a human being can't go and, and change themselves to be more like God because they don't possess the capacity to understand or acknowledge or see the attributes that God has. We do know them from our minds in the Bible, right? We know God's kind. We know He's love. We know he, He's generous. He's just. He's holy. He's righteous, right? Yeah. And these are words. So what does that translate to practical application in the life of an individual when you hear holy, or you hear righteous, or you hear something else, when me and Josh were growing up, all that meant was deprive yourself, beat yourself, mm-hmm. punish yourself, look holy, be poor, you know, um, hate your life, and you're doing great service for God. And that that's not it. That's not it. And when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and transforms you, then you end up developing a heart that that it responds to people like God, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. what's in you starts to flow out of you. You can't just force yourself to love people, right, Josh? you like, hey, man, be kind. Well, how do you do that? How does an individual who is <laughs> raised in a carnal, natural state, right, that is, that is absent from God's love, how can he show or she show the love of Christ to another individual? They can't without the Holy Spirit. They can't. No, I, I would say you're right because uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, what I what I automatically think about being kind is, uh, I don't know, having a disagreement and not being mm, vengeful yeah. or uh, trying to lacerate somebody with words, even if you don't agree with them. Yeah. Like, I guess show some respect, mm-hmm. uh, even if you don't agree with someone. Like, just, just pulling punches, I guess. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I don't know. How do you be kind to somebody? Right. I don't know. Treat them like you're your family. I mean, with that being said, hopefully you like your family, mm-hmm. right? Uh, <laughs> like, there's just certain things I wouldn't I wouldn't say to to hurt your feelings. Yeah. Not. I know you got feelings. I just don't hurt them, right? Mm-hmm. Because I love you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's something. Uh, how do you be kind? Well, Christians in name only, too, I, I also think of the difference and the separation that people get between mm. the fruits of the the fruit of the Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit, right? Mm. So they're like, yeah, I want to prophesy the pain off a wall. I want to lay hands on the sick. I want to cast out demons. But, man, God, don't, don't tell me to go to my neighbor's house and, like, show your love there because I, I ain't about that. Yeah, I don't even you know like what I mean? neighbor, which uh-huh. is weird because yeah. he said love your neighbor as right. you love yourself. <laughs> That's right in the word. That's <laughs> legit in the Bible. <laughs> I think it's um, on both ends of the spectrum, though, with this name only, mm-hmm. because you can be such a slothful Christian or you can be a supernova explosive Christian where you're yeah. like so prideful and hateful. Or, mm-hmm. So you can do absolutely nothing or you can do absolutely everything but in the wrong manner. Yeah. Wrong motive and everything. Miss it both ways. 
uh, I think that's where in Mark 7 somewhere, Jesus was telling him, you honor me with your lips. Your hearts are far from me. Yeah. So like you can call yourself a Christian all you want. Mm -hmm. But I like this verse. It's John actually said it in first John two in verses five and six. He said, by this, we know we are in him. The one who says he abides in him ought himself to walk in the same manner as he walked. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to be a Christian, you kind of have to follow Christ and try to do what Christ did, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the only way that you can do that is is by the Holy Spirit leading you and guiding you, right? We know that mm-hmm. in Ephesians 2, it says that God goes before us and has prepared a path before us that we should walk in yeah. them, that these good works are there and we should walk in them. Well, you still have a choice, but you do have to acknowledge the Holy Spirit's role in your life uh, to moving forward in anything, right? Like, if, if you are if you would say, okay, I'm a Christian, all right, well, what does that mean to you? Well, if it, the, if what that means to you is, well, I, I, I go to church, I believe the Bible, I believe in Jesus— I'm like, okay, well, demons do all of that, too. Mm-hmm. They absolutely believe in Jesus. They absolutely go to church. I've actually cast out more demons in churches than I have in the streets. Mm. Uh, I mean, <laughs> tell, am I right? <laughs> Come on, Josh. You know that's true. I've seen, I've seen videos. <laughs> yeah. So when we're talking about it, it's like, okay, well, what does that mean? Well, why why is the situation like like the situation is? Well, I think it's because there are a lot of Christians that are in name only, and there was a um, well known pastor. He went up and he was he mm-hmm. was uh, talking. I think it it was online something or Instagram or something, and he was sitting there saying what concerns him is the majority of American Christians that when they die they'll stand before God and go to hell because mm-hmm. they are not even saved but they've been tricked and deceived saying that they're saved. And mm. I'm like, man, like to me, I, I, I'm trying to wrap my head around it, and I'm like, man, you, you get it in the name only, but you don't have the, the spirit or the presence that brings the transformation, that actually brings out the actions. Because you can do Christ-like things and it not be God, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like people can just do good things. That's what the atheist number one thing. Well, you know, atheists can be very good and noble and do good and righteous acts. And I'm like, well, that depends on the <laughs> culture's definition of good and noble acts, noble I guess. Noble acts, yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, in your heart, too. I yeah. mean, Jesus talked about that in all of Matthew chapter 6. Like, you can give with right. your motive of being praised by people. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, one of the things that separates the true Christian from, like, the just Christ in name, you know, you actually respond to that conviction. Yeah. Mm, so that's good. That's good. The Holy Spirit will prompt you, nudge you, com- convict you. The Christian will listen and react, respond. You know, mm-hmm. uh, the Christ Christian in name only will be like, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, 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 I hear, I hear you. I hear you. You know, mm-hmm. but like, hear me out. I kind of just want to sit here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> well, you know, God, my mother prays. Yeah, you know what I, I mean. I got a real good praying grandma. Yeah, I got a real good praying grandmother. <laughs> she, she prays but you all know, time. that's the worst. <laughs> I think honestly, that's the worst lie anyone could ever tell is the one that they tell themselves. And I think it's interesting how people will die and go to heaven and stay before ju- judgment and talk about all these acts 
that they've done, but it was only for, like Trenton said, for show, like only in the public. Like yeah. if you're only a good person mm-hmm. when people are watching you, what does that say about you? Right. Right. You're yeah. you're not you're not chasing the uh, ideology of holiness. What you you you're you're doing a spectacle. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. It just I always have a always have a problem with when you only see people do good things when they're on video right. or on camera. Yeah. And and you and all you got to do is go to social media. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You'll see people do kind acts, and then when they're off the camera or not being when they don't know they're being filmed, they're terrible they're people. They're dirtbags. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, and I've met evangelists that say, well, I'm not an evangelist when I'm in the airplane or in the airport. Or at the how hotel. do you turn that off? Or, yeah, I'm like, how do you turn that off? How's that work? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> so you're only an evangelist when you're at the service? Uh, I got questions. I think you need to, I think you need to change your, I think you need to change your mindset because that's usually when you, are the evangelists is when you're in the plane or, or walking through the airport. That, that, yeah, you get the mission to the mission, mm-hmm. right? It's always yep. always that way. Look at Paul and Malta. Yeah. Or you're yeah. at a White Castle yep. or, uh, I don't know, uh, my <laughs> thing gas currently <laughs> is a Waffle House. Yeah. You know what hey, I mean? Waffle House is a great place to witness. I know, even if you don't <laughs> want to. It's just something that had to be done. You get that no. all-star breakfast. And Let's go. No, and it's, it's true. Like, leading of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Leading of the Holy Spirit. Right. You know... Because I'll tell you what, I, I when I was at that Waffle House talking to that woman, and we talked about this several podcasts ago, I knew that if I did not if I did not speak to that woman, I was going to be convicted the entire time. Yeah. I knew I'd think about it you the knew entire that was, rest that of the was trip. That was a divine appointment. Yeah. Well, have you ever had a, a, a quickening so so bad that you're like, it's just got to happen? Yeah. Like, I got to, yeah. I can't, I can't shake it. I'm going to do this or die. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm serious. That, that, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm just honestly happen. I'm just thankful that Teresa followed my lead and she I was like, babe, just stay here. I need to do something. And she mm-hmm. didn't try to talk me out of it. Mm-hmm. And and I'm um I'm blessed on that measure. Yeah. Good good teamwork. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, I think about too is like like we're talking about the outward actions and uh I heard this too. This is it I mean, it's it's an older saying, mm-hmm. but it says uh, knowledge is knowing that a tomato is a fruit. Wisdom is knowing not to put it in a fruit salad. <laughs> so I wasn't expecting that. That's yeah, fantastic. So there's a lot of Christians that have Bible knowledge, but they don't have Holy Spirit wisdom mm-hmm. or Holy Spirit transformation. So they are sitting there going, well, it says here and here and here, like it's a recipe when the Holy Spirit's like, Mm-mm, don't work like that, does not work like that, you know, mm. and uh, I think that 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 needs to be the identifier is the that um, that spiritual formation, the sanctification, the Holy Spirit transformation that happens and takes place in the life of an individual. You see that differently, right? To me, if uh, if I'm talking to a young convert and I know they're going to be on fire because they're they're gonna they just got saved, they're wanting to go and witness to everybody, they're wanting to go do ministry right off the bat. I get that, but I'm I'm going to encourage them to keep digging into that devotional place to where their heart matches the Lord's heart. You know, it's like, yeah, I know you want to run hell down with a squirt gun right now. That is cool, awesome. But love people like God loves people. See people like God sees people. You know, be led by the Spirit. Be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Hear His voice. 
Because if you can hear his voice, then what you do is more effective mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. he's leading you into it instead of you just doing good stuff. You know, That is extremely important because there's a time for everything. Because there is a time to get extremely assertive or even aggressive with like you know other Christians and motivate them. But then you'll come across a non-Christian, an unbeliever. Then the Holy Spirit's like, tone it down. Yeah. Mm, come yeah, on their, yeah. come don't on blow, their level. <laughs> don't, don't blow torch them. <laughs> oh, I know, right? <sighs> Even though sometimes you want to. Yeah. You You're know? like, I got the fire in my bones. And the Lord's like, hey, I need you to calm that fire down and uh, crack a joke. <laughs> I think. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I think when I get when I get to the point to where I want to judge somebody, I think about where I've been and where I've been delivered from. Yeah. And and that that helps me outside my own box, mm-hmm. and so I'm like, mm. I remember I was some if if not similar, I remember when I was somewhere else, yeah, or in another place, and people were judging me over something. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And then that kind of puts a spirit of being humble. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Be like that could like, be me. That could yeah. have been me. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I. I I, I think about that, or uh, or that or, was me, or yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah. yeah. Dude. Well, again, you got to walk as Jesus walked. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was that incident with the the woman, and Jesus said, "This woman has been in bondage to Satan for eighteen long years. Mm-hmm. Why should she not be set free?" I mean, we need to view everybody like that. I mean, if we're walking like Christ is walking, we should be viewing the whole population like, "Man, these people are in bondage." They're yeah. not my enemy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're helping them set free. Right. The, I mean, the word is a double-edged sword, but you do not use it to cut people down. You use it to cut people free. Yeah. Now that should be a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, you know, and I, I think knowing that the that it's not the person. Going back to Josh's original statement about sin and 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 sin and sinners or the unbelievers, however you want to phrase it or yeah. say it, but. Um, you you've got to handle the vessel with honor. I've seen people, you know, especially doing different types of ministry from their, you know, say their theological or doctrinal background. They're like trying to crush people and they're trying to hurt people and it's like, "Hey man, you got to honor the vessel because what you're actually up against, you're not fighting their flesh. You're fighting the the spirit, the little s that's there, mm-hmm. the principality, yep. the power, the darkness." Even with, you know, laying, uh, casting out demons, it's like, hey, you know, you don't need to kick them, fight them, hurt them, beat them, shame them. No, cast the thing out yeah, and build the person up and fill that vessel. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Be honorable. And it, and it takes somebody who has been in the presence of God, who has had that uh, transformation from the Holy Spirit to walk in that level, to have that heart. To have that compassion, that's like me and Josh. We've we we talk to a lot of people that come and do different <laughs> sides of ministry, and we're like, hey, you know, and they're hyper prophetic, mm-hmm. and we tell them, hey, if you get a prophetic word, we don't stand people up in the middle of the congregation and out them and put their dirty mail out there so that we can oh prove God. that we hear from God. I was yeah. like, that's dishonoring the vessel. Yeah, I was like, but what God tells you. Take them to the side. Take Talk them to, to them one on one, and then do the ministry, and you are going to be able to see a lot more fruit from that because you're coming in with a heart that that's not uh, condemning or judgmental. Because here's the thing: the whole congregation 
they, they, I mean, God will forgive you. The whole congregation won't. I promise you, <laughs> you can't get the whole congregation to agree on what color of carpet you're going to get. Oh, you I've think seen that more times than not. <laughs> you yeah. think you're going to get them to walk in forgiveness and love? No, you're not gonna. You're not gonna see that. I found something that really, I think, encapsulates this entire thing of you to be Christian. And not just Christian in name only. You need yeah. to be led by the Holy Spirit, right? Come on. In Acts chapter 13, it, uh, there was a magician, and Saul, who was known as Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, fixed his gaze on that guy, and he said, You who are full of all deceit and fraud, you son of the devil, you enemy of all righteousness, will you not cease to make the crooked straight ways of the Lord? And he goes off on him. Mm-hmm. But see, that's not... He wasn't talking to the person yeah. there. It's like he's talking to the the demonic behind the scenes. Yeah. And that's where people get confused. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Being spirit led, like you can get angry at the the enemy, the real enemy, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah. I think that's where a lot of the unbelievers get confused because they see you get angry mm-hmm. at a person. Right. And that's not even who you're fighting. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, and I think you're right. Being led by the Holy Spirit, Romans eight fourteen. You know, I I probably use that verse either every other podcast or every podcast. I don't know. I'd have to look. <laughs> but you know, those who are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons and daughters of God. The evidence of you being His son or daughter is that you are being led by the Spirit. Mm-hmm. So as you continue and remain being led by the Spirit, you are going to be on that path that God has called you into. Right. Talking and doing counseling with various ministers and various believers, you know, they're like, oh, man, you know, I just don't want to miss it. I don't want to miss it. I don't miss it. I'm like, continue to hear his voice. Continue to be led by the spirit. You're not going to miss it. God knows you. He, he knows how to get the message to you. He's not like, oh, I sent it in an email and it went in your junk and you missed it. And so sorry. You know, <laughs> it's like, no, he's going to make it very plain and you're going to know it. And it's through that relationship where you're going to build it and establish it to receive that transformation. And it's so uniquely different for every single person. Mm -hmm. That is why you must be led by the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Because like with Paul, he's doing that with that guy. Jeremiah gets sent to this place. This guy gets sent here. They're doing different things. Mm -hmm. And if, you know, one prophet's going up to the north end of Israel and the other one's going to the south, is the one at the north going to be like, uh, what are you doing? You're doing it wrong. I'm supposed yeah. to go over here. Yes, you are. Yeah. I'm not. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, <laughs> me and you weren't at Waffle House, Trent. You know, that was Josh and Teresa. <laughs> they were there. Right? Yeah. So that that was their assignment. That wasn't on ours. But And that's why it's vital to be led by the Holy ah, Spirit. But are you fulfilling your assignment? Right. That's the Come deal. On. That's yeah. the deal. Yeah. I think if you're fulfilling your assignment, then guess what? Congratulations, you're not Christian in name only. Yeah. Well, he does say, right, well done, my good and faithful servant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He doesn't say, hey, good job, you sat there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be like, you use the real deal. <laughs> and that's what James was talking about with, yeah. like, your faith should naturally produce that action. Yeah. What's in you starts to flow out of you. Mm-hmm. It's a. It's just a consequence of who you are, of your being. You but know, there's no formula. You're messing, yeah, you're not messing up. And I think that's funny, right? Because we do have all of these books <laughs> that teach you, hey, check this out. Do the one, two, threes, the ABCs of this, that, and the other, and yeah. yada, yada. And it, it's like, well, some of those principles can work, but is it going to work 100% with you 
for you, for your experience, for your situation? No. But you know what is? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is eternal. Dwelling inside of you, leading, guiding, and directing you, knows all things, is the, the teacher, the paraclete, the advocate, mm. right? He's, he's teaching us, training us, educating us, leading us even more. And Jesus even told the disciples, hey, man, there's stuff I can't even reveal to you. The Holy Spirit's going to come and tell you. Yeah. And he's going to lead God and, and teach you on what you mm-hmm. need to do. Yeah. You know? I want to debunk that, though, because there's a lot of people who say, well, if you're a real Christian, then you're just going to be love all the time. That is not correct. No. And that is not correct. <laughs> I mean, think about Stephen. Yeah. Why, did, why did Stephen get martyred? It's not because yeah. people loved they him. They didn't love him to death. <laughs> they just, they deathed him. That's they what they did. Him, they yeah. Actually, it says they were angered at him and stoned him. Yeah. That's, they did not like his message, though it was accurate. And it was loving. Yeah. It doesn't seem like he it. He was trying to bring correction. was like, check it out. This is our history. Yeah. Don't walk in it. And they're like, ah, kill him. <laughs> Hold our coats, Saul. But it's true. Yeah. Right? So again, there's that, what is love? Mm-hmm. And that's really what the, the enemy is truly working on right now. Yeah. What is love? It is just a complete mockery. And you got to know. You have to know God's definition and be led by the Spirit, or you're just going to be pulled in all these different directions. Yeah. Honestly, you know, and two, if you're seeing somebody that's uh, heading in a direction and you're like, in your spirit, you're like, hey, I need to come and I need to bring accountability or help or correction into that situation. That is love. Like, it, it is yeah. it is love to bring in that in, in, in that correction. But it, there is a way to do it as well, right? Um, if you, like I, I say, you can have the right message, but not the right tone and mm-hmm. still be wrong. Mm-hmm. So you can you can say, hey, you know, you know, I love you, Trent. Blah, blah, blah. And you're like, you're kind of scaring it's me. Like, uh, <laughs> you're a little much right now. That like, sounds like a man that's been married. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, like yeah. I, I understand what you're saying, but it, how you say it mm-hmm. and how you present yeah. it, and so you can have your intentions in your mind, but your heart not be right. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and. And what you are trying to do, whatever it, it ends up looking like, it's not going to correlate to love. And that's why that transformation from the Holy Spirit has to be there to really undo the scales on the heart so that you then understand what that love definition is from God. It's like, oh, man, I see that. Doesn't, doesn't love really just, doesn't all just boil down to motive? You know what I mean? In, in the heart in which you speak, mm-hmm. right? I give advice all the time, and 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 I'm and I tell people, don't get it twisted. Understand how I'm saying it and what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think if you have like a helper's heart, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? You just want to help them. Yeah. I think that comes across better. Yeah, people pick that up too. Uh, yeah. They can they they're can tell know. sincerity. They're At least gonna, I hope they're so. They're gonna know like, oh, this guy's just getting paid to do this, or this. It's like, no, they genuinely care. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And you know, and I've and I've met Christians that say. Hey, well, why are you doing? Why are you going out here and witnessing and doing these things? And they're like, "Cause I don't want to burn an eternal hell flame." I'm like, "What?" That's <laughs> like, why. That's your that's, motivation. That's, that's why you're throwing ch- tracks in their face. Yeah. You're just like, "Here, take us, you dirty bum." Yeah, you they're know? like, "I don't care if you take it or not. I'm just supposed to do it, so I don't burn in hell." Oh, you know? yeah, and I'm like, exactly. "Oh, yeah, that's see, the that's, wrong heart, man. Come on." That's that pride, man. That's <laughs> yeah. that me-centered thing. Yeah. 
That's about that, me, me, me. That's like uh, that's like your get out of hell free card. That's like you're you're knocking on on doors on houses, right? And you're just walking off. You're like, no, no, no. You didn't answer quick enough. I'll talk to you later. Maybe yeah. next time. Yeah. <laughs> kind of yeah. busy. Kind of busy. I'm just supposed to knock on doors. That's what I'm supposed to. I got to. a quota. I'm not actually supposed to talk to people. Just knock on fifty doors. <laughs> it's just the doors. <laughs> like that's what I'm going for. I mean, you have to be led because of the delivery. Really? Yeah. I mean, like, like with Steven, he was very direct, and it kind of seemed to, maybe seemed aggressive and mean, but he wasn't. It was just the, the way that the Holy Spirit was leading him to deliver that. Yeah. With Paul, um, you know, sometimes he'd be really gentle with Timothy, yeah. but he'd be really aggressive with somebody else. Right. Um, well, even Apollos, mm-hmm. when uh, they came and they're like, they corrected him, but they did it in a nice way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just well, and you see, when Paul goes to Athens, he ends up. You know, he could have walked in there and been like, "Y'all a bunch of heathens. You got statues everywhere." No, yeah. he's like, "Oh, I see that you're spiritual people because you have all of these statues. You have one, matter of fact, that is to the unknown God. Let me tell you about him, and he's the one you need to follow." And I'm like, "Whoa! Look at the growth and the maturity." See the way he said that? Yep. Yeah. That yeah. that's completely different than. You know, well, you guys ain't going to understand you're not worth my time. You know, mm-hmm. I don't even know why I'm here. I need to talk to people who are actually going to, you know, go do the thing. It's like, no, 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 no. He had a different tone about him. And yeah. he, he came in and he was being led by the Holy Spirit in that situation. Yeah, but still at the same time, you need to realize that you can do exactly what God called you to do and people will not respond right appropriately, yeah. rightly, the way you want them to. Jeremiah was thrown into a cistern. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. Jesus preached and more than half of them wanted to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, oh, wow. <laughs> that is funny. Not that people wanted to kill Jesus, but I'm just saying, like, he, you just don't know. No, it's true. Yeah. Yeah, you never know what it's going to be whenever you're doing it, but as long as you're being led by the Holy Spirit, you're going and to And aren't see those fruit. ultimately whether it's a good experience, bad experience, it's still uh it's still an interesting story. Yeah. It's, it's still a testimony. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was out in Fresno uh last week and I told him mm-hmm. it was a men's meeting. We got up there and I was like, "Hey, if you're a Christian, you haven't been cussed out. I was like, I think everybody should get cussed out as a Christian. I was like, that's mm-hmm. just good training, right? Yep. Me and Josh say that all the time. Hey, man, it's good. Hey, <laughs> listen, you want to be an effective evangelist? Get, yeah. get 500 no's. Yeah. Because that'll harden you. Yeah. That You know what I mean? You won't be as, oh, the devil done ate my lunch. Be like, you ain't seen the devil yet. Yeah. You just got to know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You just got to know. You, you didn't think get spit Paul- on. Paul took a no very well. I think so, because he yeah. took the stones really well. Oh, yeah, uh, like, yeah. Well, he's like, I think that's a no. <laughs> can, you, can you raise me back up? They kind of killed me. Oh, this one only said no. <laughs> no stones? That's oh, oh, good day. Awesome. What yeah. a good day. <laughs> Still got all my clothes. I'm doing good here. I know, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they didn't rob me. <laughs> and, you know, I know this. I know we're, like, I'm about to circle back, but it makes me think about because we're talking about maturity and we were talking about earlier about the renewing of your mind. Yeah. I think it's all I think it's vital for Christians to reread the actual scriptures throughout their lifetime because through our experiences we see things differently all the time. Yeah. Like I see things different now than I did uh in my like when I was 30. Mm-hmm. I see I know I see things different at 30 than I did in my 20s. Yeah. And it's amazing how 
scriptures can open up different thought processes depending on where you're at and your your walk yeah. and your age. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Like, and, I, and I think how you've heard it before, right? Mm-hmm. Like, because there's a lot of people that can have presuppositions or biases on how they view a verse because they heard a message on it. Yeah. So they're like, oh, man, I heard the message on that. I don't need to read that again. You should. You should reread it. <laughs> like, absolutely read that. <laughs> Actually, I was, I was wanting to touch on that, too. <laughs> Listen, you shouldn't always take somebody else's word for no, it. No, please don't. You yeah, need to read it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> because all the time. Be how like, many times look up for yourself. do we get the uh, ideologies from listening to pastors and not exactly reading it ourselves? Well, I just talked about this with my dad the other day with the AI. Now they're doing AI sermons. Yeah. And, I mean, it's going to get to a point where you're complacent. And, yeah, it might start out as accurate information, but how do you know it doesn't slip into indoctrination? Yeah. You don't know. you got to study that word for yourself. Absolutely. <laughs> be be diligent and get into the word and, and to know it for yourself. And, and I think, too, because, you know, and reading the Bible can be intimidating for someone who's new at reading Scripture. Mm-hmm. And I, I just tell them, be like, just keep reading it. Like, keep reading it you and know, reading it and reading I, it. And I'll, that ask the Holy Spirit to illuminate it. I have a suggestion for that. Mm-hmm. Get the children's Bible. That's very... Simple to read. Mm-hmm. And and if you are worried about uh, being made fun of, read it in private. Actually, that you'll probably get more out of it. Yeah. And then, you know, mm-hmm. uh, update your vocabulary. Right. You know, not everybody got you got to use the, the King James Version. There's the International Version. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the Amplified. Amplified's great. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, if you think the Bible's intimidating, start with a, uh, the Children's Bible first. You know, and then, you know, we drink milk. Yep. We uh, we move on to, to eat meat yep. eventually. That's right. Hey, everybody's on a journey, man. Everybody starts and, somewhere. And, that and, is a fact. Yeah. And um, So how do you answer yeah. that final question? Who is a real Christian? Who is a real Christian? Because everybody argues about that. Real. You see it online all the time. Oh, you're not a real Christian. You're not a real Christian. He's a fake one. I would say being led by the Spirit and seeing the growth and transformation through time. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, even with Paul, they were skeptical when he when he received salvation. Uh, the, the, the apostles and the other disciples, they didn't accept him right off the bat. It took time. They were like, oh, wait, because he was just, like, executing us and throwing us in prison and stuff and hunting us down. Now he's turned. Maybe he's just trying to get our location, you know? Yeah. And it was... And no, he's preaching, and they're trying to kill him, and he's he's taking it, and they're like, "Oh, he ain't fake. Nobody's doing that." You know what I mean? I think, uh, I think an outward pursuit of of um, of perfection, the outward pursuit of perfection, because what's in you is outward. Mm-hmm. What what in you flows out of you. I I don't want someone to be like, "Oh, you know, Josh is a Christian." No, it never dawned on me he would right. be that. I, yeah. I want people to be like, "That makes sense." Yeah. Do you know like, what I mean? Uh, I knew something was up with him, and that—that's something you'll you'll see about real Christians. Is people, even if they're not saved, they'll mm-hmm. say there's something about them. <laughs> exactly. That not in a bad connotation yeah, either is interesting. Yeah. Like uh, I feel calm or peace, or I'm drawn it, or to I'm you. Drawn to yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So like, oh, so yeah, mm-hmm. Christian in name only. Yeah. Everybody can name a hundred of those off. 
Yep. Right? They're like they there's what they Yeah. They they got a <laughs> handful of people that just like for some reason I want to gravitate yeah. around you. Yeah, that's I want to I want to know that's from a you. line. Like yeah. I want to learn from you. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm glad you brought it up, Trent. I would recommend if before you tell somebody they're not a Christian, maybe just find out where they are on their journey. Yeah. Maybe they Ooh, just started. Yeah. Look at him yeah. trying to break and, down. And facts. just because you can say heretic and false teacher doesn't mean you know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> so you might want to research that too. <laughs> also, something else about you know being an actual Christian is uh, how quick you are to be venomous towards somebody. Yeah. Like if if that, if if your first Inclin or I- inclination is to be is um is just a is just a lash out. You have issues. There's a heart issue there. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. People that are kind do not have heart issues like that so quick. Yeah, do you I know? I mean, yeah. When you've been in the w- around the presence, mm-hmm. you're you're different. You're no longer like you used to be. You know that's why. Like I love. The fact that we know through Scripture that Paul and Peter had words, right? Mm-hmm. That Peter was showing favoritism to the Jews, and Paul ends up telling him, like, hey, man, this ain't right. He takes that correction very well. Mm-hmm. So much so, he ends up later on receiving a vision and going to Cornelius's house and going and ministering and bringing the gospel message to the Gentiles. Peter does that. Because I believe that when he was in the presence of God, he was walking with Jesus, he failed, and he was restored. He's like, nope, I know what it's like to be corrected, and I know what the spirit of correction looks like when done properly, and I believe Paul did that well. I believe he did that Mm -hmm. with excellence. And he was like, nope, that's the spirit of God. You're right. Yep. And I think that is true. You need to be Christ-centered, which means you need to be willing to change yourself at any moment. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Well, we pray that this uh, episode has encouraged you. It's uplifted you. As always, go out there. Have a phenomenal day. Thank you so much for joining in today's episode. If you would like to learn more about Caleb Perkins Ministries, please go to www.calebperkinsministries.com.